This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. And we're feeling jolly and happy because when you score a last-minute goal and you don't lose points, it makes you feel happy. Bristol City came down today in the sunshine, in their droves. They made a lot of noise, they had a lot of fun. They scored a goal from Tomlin, who uh, was getting a lot of abuse from the Beast fans, to be fair. He's looking a little larger than the last time we've seen him. We don't want to be largest, but we have to point out that he's looking larger than the average footballer. He's broader than Broadway. That's right. He's broader than Broadway, tighter than Tightway, but he scored a scored even scored way. And he scored a goal from the edge of the area, and he, uh, he actually removed his top and he patted his belly when everyone was talking to him about pie eating. The moves, the moves were out, weren't they? But, um, they were... <coughs> Excuse me. However, we're still happy because we got the equaliser, missed the penalty. But then Owen came back and floated through at the air like a butterfly and he stung like a bee in the back of the net. One all to the bees. At the end, fair result, do you think, or do you think we should have nicked it? No, I think that was pretty much a fair result. I mean, nice if the penalty had gone in, but I think that was quite a hard-earned draw. About right. I mean... There was a Bristol City fan in our half and he thought he was happy with the point because he said in the second half he thought that we were all over them. I mean, I don't have the words all over them as such, but he said that we had a lot of chances and he thought they got away with blue murder. Yeah, I, I, I still think, you know, they, they, they did come here and they played quite well. I, I think a draw is, is, is fair. Two teams trying to play football. Um, I mean... What are the plus sides of Brentford today? Obviously, we've had a renewed confidence, and you haven't seen the Bees for a while. The last time you saw them, they were looking a slightly lacklustre. Yeah. What's the difference? QPR, that was dreadful. Um, today, there, there was like the, 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 um, the sort of urgency was back a bit. The, uh, the intensity was there, particularly at the beginning of the game. They, they started really well, lost it a little bit, and then the goal happened. Um, second half, they... they they hammered them again and eventually got our reward. It's, it's interesting because we eventually got our reward. I mean, that, that goalkeeper, he pulled off some marvellous goals. This is the Bristol City goalkeeper. Yes. Apparently he's the number two, he's not even the number one. Oh, he made some great saves, yeah. Um, I mean, without him, yeah, things could have been different. But, uh, yeah, we, 
it was, it was a good second half. We, we pushed them and, and, and eventually got there, got what we deserved. Listen, I mean, we've come into this, uh, we come to the pub afterwards. It's really strange because we feel relaxed because we're, you know, we're safe now. The team can go out there and experiment a little bit. You know, it's interesting. He changed a few things in the side today. But they went out there, they looked like they were having fun in the first half in particular. Um, and uh, for me, I was thinking that the Brentford were a little bit unlucky today. We missed, I would say, missed chances, or the goalkeeper did well. Also, the defence, I mean, Bristol City defence, I thought they def- they defended fairly well. Big players throwing themselves in at the last minute. You know, we could have we could have had two, three, possibly even four goals in that game. Fingertip save over the bar, last minute lunging at, at V-Bay, you know, V-Bay's header, you know, that was just tipped, tipped around by the keeper. I mean, it, it, it was good though, wasn't it? It wasn't. I mean, uh, it was a re- I thought it was a, a reasonable performance. Uh, you know, quite a good attacking performance. And as you say, there's arguments we could have had, um, you know, three or four goals. Um, their keeper made three good saves for, for my remember, including the penalty. Um, but I, I did also feel that, you know, you could make an argument that Bristol probably could have scored, you know, a couple more. I thought we were a bit shaky at the back at times. Um, but, you know, overall, you know what, actually, I was thinking about it. I think it's one of those games that um, if it had mattered and if it had been a six-pointer, um, I think it would have been a really frustrating game. I think we, we got the luxury of being able to watch it and um, relative relaxed, and it didn't feel as probably as frustrating as it could have. So, you know, but, but yeah, not a bad performance. And is anyone there again, you know, caught your eye? Because we're at the stage now where we're saying, look, we're going to be looking towards the next season. We're looking at players towards next season. Interestingly, Josh Clark comes on in the second half, you know. Is he a player that, you know, we're looking at, are we going to renew his contract? Is he going to be playing for us next season? Or will he be on his way? Is he part of the new Brentford? Yanaris looks like he's a player that set himself up for the new Brentford. I mean, where, where are we at? Um, I, think we're, um, I think we know where we're at. We're mid-table. Um, and um, we, we obviously need some reinforcements if people are expecting us to, you know, finish top six or better next season. Um, I, in terms of, if I quickly cover the players that started today, I think Barbe, I, I, I'm, st- I'm still trying to work out whether he times his ch- ch- challenges exquisitely or whether he's getting away with murder at the moment. Um, because, there, you know, he, t- he, he does like a tackle from behind. He didn't get away with that at Sheffield Wednesday. Um, whether he got away with it today, you know, I, I'm in New Road and I'm down the other end and people told me that some of his challenges today were absolutely perfectly timed, whereas I thought they were a little bit late. So, so Barbe's an interesting one. He's still a work in progress, but he's a good footballer, Barbe. So I'm really, you know, I can, I, I, I'm seeing something in him. Um, if you, directly you asked me about Josh Clark, it's difficult to say, isn't it, um, when he comes on for 10 minutes. Um, but, I, you know, he's the sort of player that I think we should keep around the club, uh, for sure. And, um, you know, uh, it was good to bring fresh legs on. And, and he gave us a bit of fresh legs out on the right. So it's, it's nice to just, you know, it's relaxing the pub here. Bees are happy, bees, but it's not like, yeah, we're happy. Everyone's just relaxed. It's almost like having like a summer, summer sun, you know, it's not quite summer. Um, you know, Saturday afternoon, sort of chill out, just talking about the game here. I was talking to you here today, and we were just saying about how unlucky the bees were a little bit, a little bit and also how happy we were for Scott Hogan. Very, very, very happy for Scott Hogan after everything he's been through with a crucial injury twice. Um, He'll have, been, he'll have been so wanting to put that penalty away 
And um, so to get to get the equaliser, he, he'll be over the moon with that. And I think all the players, they were delighted for him. You could see that when uh, in their celebrations. And um, I just think from the team perspective, it was a really... We, I think we certainly wouldn't have deserved to lose that game. And um, I just think we're looking stronger as a team. Uh, mid, the midfield definitely, to me, looks stronger now. But I think it's brilliant to have McCormack back playing regular. Yanoris played really well. Um, and I was saying, I think Barbe is definitely getting used to championship football and starting to look a real good centre-half. Yeah. I think what's interesting in looking at this, like we know that we obviously we had a team that was pretty much built around our championship um, team that we got promoted. Yeah. You know, built, yeah, we had a few additions, Andre Graham, that, but they, they were built around, you know, your Harley Deans and that, which, which came up. And they, and, and, and they did very well last season. Obviously, a lot has happened lot this season. New players have gone, players have gone, politics, all this kind of stuff. Yep. So it's been a bit of a weird scenario. And it's almost like you feel that we had a lot of players, but we didn't really have a team. But there's a few things happened even the last couple of weeks. I mean, it's really sad that Judge broke his leg. Absolutely. But interestingly, what happened is that, to me, it seemed the team pulled themselves together yeah. after that. It was almost like, listen, let's go out. Yeah. Let's do this for Judgey. Let's do this for Brentford. And they really pulled themselves together. So all of a sudden, you saw players that you may not have seen before doing stuff. Woodsy, you know, you're not... You're not a lot then, of character. That's right. Fighting, and yeah. And then today, again, with Hogan scoring, you can see the team pulled you together. All of the players are like, yes, this is it. And it's almost like there's there's a new team building out of this. And, and yeah, I totally agree. And, I, and it feels like to me, we, we st- they, they've got their belief back. You know that we, you know, really. Um, I, I thought we, I thought we, at times we pass the ball really, really well. We we work very hard, and I think it's just. For probably for the first time for a while I know obviously Judge has got that dreadful injury last week but it just seems like the whole season has been so so sort of roller coaster up and down and it, it seems like it's just being a little bit calming down a little bit now we've got a little bit it's a little bit more settled yeah it is I mean a little bit more settled and like you said you know and lucky beast they missed a few chances with their goalkeeper yeah pulling off some great saves fair play to Bristol City as well they played some decent football they did I thought they, um, I thought they passed the ball around very well. They, they, they kept possession very well. The lad up front was a handful. Codger, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and uh, <laughs> you could say that Tomlin was a mouthful as well. well he, he was a mouthful, but I think he showed his quality with the finish. That was a, that was a great strike. Um, and also. The big lad at the back, Aidan Flint, is oh. always, you know, I mean, he's a good centre half. Great, great, great centre half. Uh, absolutely. Um, great goal scoring centre half as well. Yeah, well, it was him who scored at, uh, the, that late equaliser against Swindon, wasn't it, in the it playoffs? Was yeah. I think, he scored, I think he scored an own goal again in, a, in another one against us. Yeah, yeah. But very good centre half. And they were well organised. And um, that, I thought they looked quite, quite a reasonable side, actually. Could be, could be a bit of a false next season to a certain extent. If we look at this division and see what it's like, we saw Ipswich, who have been flying for the playoffs. They were average, to say the least, last week. So you see Bristol City, it's taken them a while to get going, but you never know, they might come back, add a few players next season and actually kind of like start actually kind of doing something. You know, this this game next season could be a bit of a ding-donger. Absolutely. I mean, we played them first away game in the season. Obviously, one down there, 4-2, but they were very much finding their feet. And and like you say, having had a year in the championship next year, 
they'll probably be um, they'll probably be a stronger side and again probably a more settled side. Gary Gary Johnson never started the season with him with Bristol City, did he? Uh, I don't think. No, he didn't start. He no, didn't he got start. Um, what's his name? Got sacked. Cottrell got yeah, sacked. So you know he's he's going to have a pre-season to um, you know t- to to sort out his squad very much like Dean Smith is. Yeah. Um, so no, it's put a very good day. I enjoyed that. It was a good game. It's good. So, so a sweet summing up. I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's been a good day, even though it's only a point. But it's about the signs for next season. You know, we're not saying necessarily saying that all those players are going to be on the pitch next season. A lot of them might probably be in the squads, so we'll have an 18-man or 20-man squad. And they'll be part of it, and it's quite encouraging that some of these players will be part of a squad who may be coming off the bench alongside new players we bring in we're part of a team and what I also said to one of the gentlemen earlier down there I said that it seems that you know we had a team a proper team with the Warburton era and then we had a bit of a void where we had a load of players at the beginning of the season but recently it looks like we're sort of starting to get a new team together it's almost like they're becoming their own in, 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 in themselves and you see that last week with the judges scenario when he got injured they came together you know, Yanaris is becoming part of the new breed, the new team, you know, a few other players. But, you know, it's, 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 it's looking, it's looking, inter- it's looking interesting. Um, no, you're, you're right, you know, it's kind of like um, how, how we tread water until judges fit is going to be an interesting period for us. So, um, you know, are, are some of the players that we've got available fit, fit to Lacey's boots? We'll, we'll find out. And I, I think as well... It's an interesting. It's an interesting few weeks for Brentford because obviously there's there's not a lot to play for apart from pride, and that's not to say there's nothing to play for. Or clearly there is. You know, we want them to go out and win every week. But you know, it, what we need to do in the next next few weeks is to just suss players out, see if they are are of any use to us. You know, Curtis Baumer, is it? Is, you know, he's. You know, we, we've said it a lot. He's got a lot of grief. Is, is he? Is he? Is he fit? Is he fit to wear the shirt? Um, Gogia, we'll, we'll find out a lot about some of these French players in the next couple of weeks, and you know that's that's what we got to do really. Is just kind of use this time um, to just to just find out about next season. Next season starts now. And again, we've said this for the last couple of weeks, but you know it, it does really make a difference when a team's got a bit of confidence about it. And I know it sounds like you know old cliche. But it really does make a difference when you look at a team and they're passing the ball around and doing things. I mean, the first half, we were making some wicked moves, putting the ball out. You know, the fans, for, for the first time in Asia, were, were clapping the moves they were making. Forget about the end product, but clapping the way that we were making those moves. And it's interesting when you've got that confidence to start playing that type of football. Yeah, we, we really did spray the ball array, um, around. There, there, were, there were a lot of deflected chances that, you know, on other days may have found the back of the net. We could have been one or two, we could have been one or two up. Um, to be one down at half time was a slight injustice I thought um, I, probably probably on balance today wasn't a game necessarily that we should have won we certainly didn't deserve or sh- we, we shouldn't have lost so there was, there was a bit of justice probably you know Bristol City I, I thought have been a, a fairly honest team all season they've tried to play football well 
they're, 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 they're way behind where we are though and um, I think that, that, that's, that needs to be noted Bristol City will struggle again next year um, to survive so? yeah I do I do think so they're well behind where we were this time last year and there's still not a, not a patch on us today I mean it's an interesting point there. I mean I thought Bristol if they made I think what the problem with Bristol is that they made a load of wrong signings this beginning of the season and they kind of sorted it out soon and if they actually sort that out in the summer they could actually yeah. be a little bit but more dangerous they're a year they're a year behind us you know they're, they're still learning I, I, at the end of this time last year I know we were way ahead of where they are and uh, you know I, I, I think that they're, they're still learning on the job we know, we're all learning on the job but I, I, we actually look like an established championship team still and I know it's not been an ideal season and the posters up that are around the ground admit that it's not been it's not gone to plan but oh, sorry what posters are that Dave explain there's a, there's, there's a few posters around the ground today that kind of say we believe in Brentford and it sets out that this, this year hasn't gone to plan but you know we, we've got we're, we're proud of our principles and you know we, we are we're going to um, we're going to we're going to push on next season. So uh, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's an interesting read. You know, we'll, we'll stick it up and beside, make of it what you think. Um, but you know, the club have actually said this year manners. Manners. This year's not been perfect, but you know, we're, we're still principled and we're going to stick to our guns. But I, I really, I mean, I seriously think that we are established. That's not to say we're ever going to take it for granted and that, you know, we're, we're here, it's our right to be here. Every year is going to be a struggle for clubs like us. Listen, this is the Pride of West London podcast. Bristol City came, they thought they plundered the points from us, they got the, they got the one goal, we got the penalty, we thought we got the goal back, the penalty was saved, Hogan looked distraught, but he put his head up and he said, no, 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 turned around, Ball, Bidwell, header across the goal, Hogan, bong. See you later, back of the net. One all to the bees. Everyone went mad. It was in deep in injury time, and that's what we love. Confidence is back. The last minute goals are back. Brentford are back. We're looking up, we're looking forward. Next season, franchise FC, AKMK Dons. Some people may be going, some people refuse to go because it's that type of place. It's not the best place in the world to go to. So, which uh, is all good. But other than that, we are the Brentford, and we are the best. Check us out on Audio Boom for uh, Besotted, um, and also check us out on iTunes. Check out our videos. Check out this podcast on Wednesday. The last week's podcast, very, very popular. Lots of you listened to it. Thank you for tuning in. Very, very lively. It was a very, very fractious debate at times. We talked about Brentford, the things they've done bad, the things they've done good. Brentford are accused of signing seven shit players, and the point was argued out. But another 10,000 listeners, um, it, show, it shows you that, you know, it's a lively debate, and we're we're you know we inc- we include all thoughts. We up to include all thoughts. We've invited people on. A lot of people who may have a slightly different opinion to what we have. We're always quite enthusiastic, and we see you know both sides of things. But we try and keep enthusiastic. We do respect other people's views, and we invite them to come on and share it, and we'll debate it. Unfortunately, a lot of people actually refuse coming on, but that's the that's the way it is. But anyway. We've got another podcast on Wednesday. We're going to be talking about the recruitment and scouting system of Brentford. We've got a lot of information on that, which we've had, and we've saved it two or three weeks. We're going to be talking about that in depth. We're talking about the compulsory purchase order, and we're talking about the accounts. That's right. We're going to be talking about all the things that make Brentford tick. So check that out. 
Wednesday, we're going to be recording it. Thursday, you're going to check it out. Pride of West London, Codfast. We're excited. And all we'll say is... Come on, you The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.